El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything at all. Joining me today, he has been voted the internet's favorite person five years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. He is the host of a fantastic podcast called Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. And we also used to work together at a place called Crack.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt also joining me. She is one of my co-hosts on an Unpops Network bonus podcast called Trend Pony. She also produces some shows in L.A. that you can go see in person. She's a fantastic comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Singer. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I am your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. Jeff is in Detroit right now. But I do got a room full of guests. <laughs> Case in point, my co-host on Trend Pony, Jessica Singer, is here. Hello. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I cannot complain. I don't have the mm. fancy evolved wooden tools that you brought to the podcast with you. Which... That's such an oxymoron. Evolved wooden tools. Hey, you're the one buying wooden tools in 2022. So they must be evolved. Hold it up so that people can see. We do video oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Okay, first of all, I bought it, I believe in, whenever I bought the pack, wow. so 2020, not 2022. This is an antique. <laughs> oh, from okay. two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. And it's, you know, it's really done me good ever since. Also joining us from the secretly incredibly fascinating podcast and my former co-worker, Alex Schmidt's here. It is great to be here. I was very curious to be what we would talk about the wooden spoon because it was immediately before we got going. And I was like, is is this still going to be on our minds? Are we still going to be thinking about crafts and tools and Japanese store items? We are. I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. See, I, I don't think I'm alone in being caught off guard by the wooden spoon. Like just the size of it, what you were using it for, everything about it. <laughs> My dad saw it and was like, do you have a Coke spoon? And I was like, this is porous. That makes no sense. And also, I don't do cocaine. (laughs) What a dad question about Coke. Come on. Come on. And also, everyone, don't do cocaine right now. No, 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 no. Good way to to die of a fentanyl overdose on accident. Also, no one likes you on cocaine. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> I also, I, I like saw the spoon before it was clear what was being scooped. And I thought it's the morning you're doing one of these like amazing powders in a juice, wheatgrass, whatever the, the latest thing is. Like, I oh, mean, she, Jessica's I, with the earth. She's, uh, she's amazing. Have, I do have avocado toast, but I'm afraid to get shit for eating it. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. There'll be points where. People are talking at length. Throw throw down on that avocado toast. Hey, thanks. (laughs) No problem. So we're doing an unpopular opinions episode this week. As the name of the podcast implies, 
Not that we do this every week, but sometimes from time to time, we'll just bring <laughs> some unpops opinions to defend right here on the show. And I think we have some good ones. We are going to break them down into categories. This first one, I think we can just say food. These are food opinions coming right at you. And I kind of want to lead off with Alex's because I think it's the most controversial, maybe. It's not controversial to me, but I'm interested. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes. Let's do this. Alex, <laughs> what is your what is your unpopular opinion? Yeah, I think beef burgers, right? Not necessarily veggie burgers or whatever else. Beef burgers are better without cheese. Like, it's fine with cheese. It's okay if you do that. But the cheese is getting in the way of the delicious beef flavor. It's interrupting what should be the centerpiece of the whole thing that one of the finest meats is being eaten. I don't disagree. I think there are moments when cheese is required in a beef application. Like if you're eating like a Western bacon burger, you're going to want to slice a cheddar on that, some barbecue sauce okay. and pickles. But yeah, I have over the years started gravitating toward like at McDonald's, the double hamburger instead of the double cheeseburger, uh, especially in fast food, that cheese slice can be really overpowering. And I don't I don't like it. That's what I was going to say. It depends on the quality of the burger. Because, like, yeah. fast food, sure. Sure. But, like, I just had, like, a, uh, like, beef mushroom Swiss situation recently. And you can't take the Swiss out of that. That's a whole, oh, that's a whole I would... flavor combo. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> that's interesting because I would go the other way on the spectrum. I feel like I'm the most interested in cheese on a McDonald's like cheeseburger. It's oh. partly structurally holding it together. And then like a fine dining burger, the beef's much more elevated. Like I really want to focus and celebrate that beef. I do see Swiss going with mushrooms. That does make sense. Because it's, it's yeah. a mild cheese, too. It's not taking yeah. over the entire burger. And also when they do like a blue cheeseburger... Where they like a fancy place will like mix the blue cheese. I fuck with that heavily. But okay, those yeah. are like those are like specialty burgers. Like if we're I just did. talking the the classic ketchup, mustard, onions, yeah. pickles. I'm of the opinion that less is more in that sitch. I'm I'm more of just a yeah. ketchup, mustard, extra pickles kind of person. And I will, depending on where I'm eating, I'll, I'll throw a slice of cheese on sometimes or sometimes I won't. Where I really object to cheese is on things like chicken sandwiches and fish sandwiches. That is exactly an absurdity to me that McDonald's puts a slice of cheese on their fish sandwich is baffling to me. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. I don't no even sense. think I knew that. There's like a slice of cheese on the filet of fish? Yes. Yeah. Ew. It's gross. I'm as... <laughs> Jessica, I'm assuming you ate it and then your brain wisely rejected the entire memory. You were like, this never happened. Uh, yeah, uh, Men in black device done. You know, I've, I've maybe ordered a filet of fish once. I yeah. feel like <laughs> I was like, we don't need to do that ever again. <laughs> yeah. Filet yeah. of fish. I usually do no cheese add lettuce. Then it's because I like a fish sandwich. No yeah. cheese on that, please. Yeah. None. Forget it. And on a this chicken, is... a chicken sandwich, cheese has no Same. place. Either chicken and cheese just almost in general don't go together that well. They have there are situations. Again, I'm sure like I've had a grilled chicken sandwich with a little Swiss barbecue. See, uh. Swiss is the winner here. Yeah, Swiss is a versatile cheese. <laughs> it's good on a pulled yeah. pork. It's good on a grilled chicken sandwich. 
It's good I think on a it burger. Just kind of cools it down without adding too much pizzazz. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe <laughs> I'm also now appreciating the holes in Swiss because one of the issues with like the cheese on the patty is that it is usually so comprehensively all over the patty, like it's wrapping around it, like it's like it's shellacked on there in a way that just really prevents you from from meeting your old friend beef. Like, oh, I haven't eaten this friend in a long time. Cheese, in the way, interrupting. Don't like it. And, like, I wouldn't put cheese on a steak. But yeah. But a Philly cheese steak? I was just going to say, but a steak yeah. sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not that into those in general. But the nation disagrees. Yeah. People like. Yeah. I mean, a Philly cheese steak, it's, it's whatever. It has yeah. a time and a place. I crave it, like, once a year, and then, like, I need it. I need, I need some embellishments. I, I'll eat a pizza steak, which is a Philly cheese steak, but with marinara sauce, jalapeno, sometimes some pepperoni, oh, and that mozzarella. Like heartburn, dude. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. It sounds like so much heartburn. It's like eating pizza that has a steak on top of it. There's going to be some ramifications for sure. That's so intense. I've never heard that. <laughs> You've never heard of a pizza I, steak? When you started that ingredient list, I thought it was going to be eternal. Like, just more and more things going on top of that sandwich. That was incredible. Oh, I'm sure there can be. I, like, I would throw some mushrooms on it for sure. Yeah. It's mm. pizza. Well, yeah, if I do Philly cheesesteak, I do no bell pepper, add mushrooms, because I'm crazy. Yeah, bell peppers are clown shoes. No one, <laughs> no one eats those. Elaborate. How are... I don't like them, but I want to know how they're clown shoes. It's just the insult that came to mind. It's an office space <laughs> reference. Uh, it's just it's what what worked for me. There's ve- yeah, there's very few applications where a bell pepper serves any purpose other than being annoying as shit. I <laughs> I went to an Indian place once and they put mm-hmm. bell pepper in their curry. And it's like, do I need to come back there and tell you how to make Indian food? What is happening right now? <laughs> this just tastes like bell pepper. You maniacs. This is disgusting. Bell pepper's abrasive. That's what it is. It makes everything in everything in the thing taste like bell pepper. And it pretends not to be. It acts like it. Oh, we're the mild it's pepper. It's the cantaloupe of vegetables. That is true. Yeah. 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 Or like. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Gross. Absolutely gross. I mean, that's why I smoked before this podcast, because I would have never said the cantaloupe of vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think cheese cheese is a little overrated in some a, a yeah. lot of sandwich applications, not just beef burgers, but yeah. And you yeah. know what? It'd be better for the world if we eat less cheese. I mean, it'd be better for the world if we eat less beef, also. It'd but be, yeah, I right, mean, my, yeah. I, my whole body would be happier if I ate less cheese, but that's not happening. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna lose, <laughs> if I'm gonna lose one though, it's gonna be I'm gonna cut back on cheese and just. Step the beef way up. Might buy yeah. my own cow. I got a patio now. <laughs> you might what a cow? Buy. Buy a cow. Buy. Wow. You, you can get the cheese for free. <laughs> I don't want the cheese. I want the meat. Yeah, I know. I You know the joke I was making. I don't know jokes. I'm sorry. That is my opinion. I think Such a jokes are overrated. Okay. Do we have any final anyway, thoughts on cheese? That's my I favorite also, sentence in the history of this podcast. The other thing is, if you want like something wild on your burger, I always recommend an egg. It's it's not out of left field totally, you know, but it's just good. Fried egg on a burger. Do that Fried instead egg of cheese. Burgers, yeah, great. that's fire. Yeah, it's just always good. Yeah, I don't like a sloppy burger is, mm. is my whole thing. I don't mm. like a burger that's a nightmare to eat. I think the most 
respectable triple cheeseburger in the game is McDonald's because it's you can hold it with one hand. Like if you can't hold your triple cheeseburger with one hand, you shouldn't be eating a triple cheeseburger. You're being irresponsible. And even the McDonald's size triple cheeseburger, you're bordering on being irresponsible. But at least it's not like a triple quarter pounder, which mathematically doesn't even make sense. But I'm sure it's a thing people order and eat. But yeah, I just I don't like a burger to be a mess. I don't know if anyone should be eating a triple cheeseburger or a triple hamburger. You're right. Triple hamburger. Trips. Yeah, hamburger. <laughs> Trips ham. If you, yeah, if you go to a McDonald's. It's a triple H, yeah. Yeah, if you just You're say. you a yeah. big McDonald's guy, If you Adam. say Trips ham or Triple H, the cashier will know what you mean and they'll ring it up immediately. And please film yourself doing that and send yeah. it to us. All right. All right. I have I'm no glad big I'm McDonald's being with. opinions. This is huh? great. Just glad to be agreed with. Feeling good. Feeling safe. It's a nice time. <laughs> What'd you say about McDonald's, Jessica? I just, I don't, I'm not a big McDonald's burger aficionado. If I'm going, I'm like hungover and getting nuggets, which is like once a year. It's a good use case, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love a cheeseburger on a road trip. Like, cause especially you can just keep driving and hold it, you know, it's easy. But it's single. Yeah. You can't, the Triple H... It's it's probably still not that much beef. Like McDonald's patties are are yeah. very liminal. Like it's a piece of paper. But uh, but still, like I think you could do it. McDonald's basic hamburger and cheeseburger is one of the most fascinating food items to ever exist because it, <laughs> in its individual parts, not the word I would. I'm oh, so but, interested. But I'm so I interested did. where you're going. I'm sorry, but I did. The thing is. <laughs> Each individual part on its own, disgusting. Just absolutely, like you wouldn't eat a spoonful yeah. of those freeze-dried onions, which turn pink if you rehydrate yep. them in the wrong temperature water. I used to manage a McDonald's. Uh, but when they come together, oh, they're I like forgot. the bad news bears. Like it all works when they all get in the same room. Like, yeah. like I'm not super into the Beatles solo work, but when they were in the same room together, it was cool. <laughs> And like that's a McDonald's cheeseburger. Like those pi those pickles are like George Harrison's last album, which we like because he died right after it came out. But in reality, no one's listening to Brainwash if you even remembered that that's what it was called. But man, <laughs> get him in the room with John and Ringo and Paul. Mwah! McDonald's cheeseburger is what he was. They were. It's what they were. I yeah. agree with this metaphor because I don't really like McDonald's or the Beatles that much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean that that's uh, like people don't. People, I mean, people like the show's called like. Unpopular Opinion, folks. It's gonna come at you, you know. Yeah, uh, in, baby. I love being wrong. I love it. I, I sit in it. Yeah, I don't like the Beatles. Is a very unique opinion. These days. I like them. I like them. They just. I know, like, but it's I, just so cool not to. And like, no, I just prefer like the Kinks or the Stones. That's all. The Stones are That's a blues a... cover band. I know. I was raised on them. I can't. I was raised in an anti-Beatles house. I don't know what you want me to tell you. The Stones and the Beatles have the exact same number of good songs. It just took the Rolling Stones 45 albums to get there. And it took the Beatles like eight. Fuck off. I said the kinks first anyway. No one fucking cares about the kinks. I oh, this is fun. This is my, my new unpopular opinions. opinion. Is that the kinks? Throw bands yeah. on the Beatles. I want to swat them down. This is fun. Um, <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I bet the 
kinks ate so much McDonald's. <laughs> Don't think that's true. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. They they had money. They didn't need to do that. Uh, Jessica, what is your unpopular opinion about the foods? I think out of all fast food French fries, <laughs> Wendy's has the best French fry. And that is because I... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I am wrong in my favorite <laughs> fries are the smushy fries because I'm disgusting. And um. Wendy's has the best smushy fries and they leave a little skin on and it's the perfect amount of salt and they have Baconator fries. What is a Baconator fry? I'm not at it. Ooh, the Baconator fries, they put their fries, it's almost like a nacho fry. They put their fries on a little tray and then they do oh. melted cheese and bacon <laughs> in a little sauce. Okay, yeah. It's great. Cool. It's great. I love that you, you hopped off your McDonald's high horse to tell us about Baconator fries. I was feeling like absolute dirt talking about mcdonald's and you're like but no 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 no, fries with bacon on them i mean i don't eat the burgers from wendy's i eat the best fast food burgers and their french fries i don't like fast yeah. food burgers that much i'm so sorry okay well that's fine but wendy's does have the fast that's right. best fast food if i'm gonna get burgers. a burger i'm gonna fucking get a burger that's just me if i'm gonna go to fast food i'm gonna get a little chicken nuggy Oh, Wendy's chicken nuggets are massively overrated. I like the spicy chicken nuggies. I would argue only McDonald's has good chicken nuggets because they do the tempura batter. Okay. Everyone else does that whatever the fuck they're on. I don't know if McDonald's patented that tempura shit, but people need to copy that pronto. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I I nope. agree that McDonald's and Wendy's chicken nuggets are completely separate food items and probably yes. not from the same bird or something. You know, that's yeah. those yes. are just different <laughs> galaxies yes. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> Burger Kings are solid. They have. But Dude, here's the thing. Almost. They're they're fries. Absolute trash. Yeah. And when they like retooled mm. them a few years ago, I remember Chris Rock tweeted that Burger King finally has good fries. And that is the only reason I was glad Will Smith slapped him. In my mind, that was why Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, because he pretended those Burger King fries were good once they tried to fix them. They just are, broke them in a different way. And I don't know what it is. Are Burger King fries the ones where you take a bite and they're almost like hollow? Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I hate yeah. that shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> they're, they're nasty it's like texture they're made out of like the outside of a fish stick i don't get it <laughs> i don't understand why that they're like that it's not i like like i i also i'm curious jessica how into or not into potatoes in general you are because i i assume maybe a lot i'm not so into potatoes and when mm. i eat the burger king fry i'm like oh good this has nothing to do with potatoes fantastic oh i <laughs> love potatoes i make my own french fries like all the time cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big, I'll make chili cheese fries. I'm a big potato guy. Um, right on, yeah. Yeah, well, homemade Because I don't like a smushy fry, but if you like it, Wendy's are the limpest to me. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, w yeah, if you're making the homemade- The limpest is so sad. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're gross. But, you know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, if you make your own fries at home, Wendy's, I think, are probably the closest fast food alternative to that. Because you're right. They do leave the skin on. They get soggy if you let them sit for more than a minute and a half. But also someone just found a McDonald's bag inside a home they were <laughs> renovating. And it had been there since, like, the 50s mm -hmm. or 60s. And the fries inside still looked edible, which that's probably not great. <laughs> 
I've seen a few either. things like that, and I think that's why I don't really go to McDonald's. Well, the end is the end of Super Size Me. He, I think it was during the credits or yeah. something, but he does that thing where he like takes three different fast food burgers and just lets them sit for ninety days, and the other two like turn to black mush. And the McDonald's one is like, we're still here. The McDonald's one like puts a thumbs up and winks. It's like, yeah. fine. Develops a personality. Starts talking. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I still like Yeah, McDonald's. but my opinion's wrong, but it's my it's my opinion. I see how you came to it, for sure. It's just, I, I just have totally different tastes, yeah. They're not the mm-hmm. worst fast food fries, that's for sure. No, just... In-N-Out is the worst fast food fry. Yeah, that's yeah. very They're true. Those are, those are basically like those potato strings that you get in the can. But oh my god, if you're going to use fresh ass potatoes, why why that cut? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it I makes me say. like doubt potatoes as a food. Uh, they're like, see, we're demonstrating how raw and fresh this is, and I'm like, I guess this means potatoes are not great. And the places <laughs> I like do some kind of switcheroo <laughs> where they move in like. An eggplant or a piece of bread. I don't know what they're making it out of, but potatoes must be gross. (laughs) They just use no skin and no seasoning. There's Uh, no seasoning on an In-N-Out fry. It's just like, I'm fresh. Can you believe it? Can you believe that I'm a fresh (laughs) potato? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into it. It's uh, like eating a field. It's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically a salad. The In-N-Out french fries are basically a salad. I'm, I'm a potato fan, but I'm very particular about them like i i feel like only mcdonald's has good hash browns among the fast food places i like their fries wendy's fries are fine i'm more of a hash brown guy though in general like if i could get hash browns or tater tots as opposed to fries anytime i'm doing that that's true if anyone has ever tried to make hash browns at home and found yourself frustrated that you can't get them as crispy as they are in a restaurant here's what you do You defrost them first and then take a cheesecloth or paper towel. Let's be honest, paper towel. You don't have cheesecloth in your kitchen. And you squeeze all the moisture out of them or as much as you can. And that is how you make hash browns crispy. And then just... I do that with my potatoes for my french fries sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You should all, if if possible, get get as much of the moisture out of your taters and they'll crisp up. Pro huh. tip. I don't know why that's a pro tip. I don't cook for a living, except on these Y'all podcasts. Really All right. <laughs> Let me I know cook. how to make like four things and one is French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can cook. I just, I don't make fries at home a yeah. lot. I need a deep fryer. I want a deep fryer in my life. I've never had one. It feels horribly irresponsible. Like the older I get, the less good of an idea it seems and the more I want one. It's like, man, I could be making chicken wings five nights mm. a week. It's like, you don't want to do that. Not in a deep fryer, but yeah, I do. That reminds me because I really prefer a crispy fry, not Wendy's. However, there's one restaurant with limp fries and they're amazing somehow. Wingstop. Wingstop oh. has incredible kind of yep. limp, draggy fries. And I think it's you the know, seasoning or the what they put them in. It's great. You know what? They're a sleeper. I forget that that's like technically fast food. And that's probably as good or better than Wendy's. I Half the reason I get Wingstop is for the fries. You get the lemon pepper, you get the mango habanero, and you get fucking French fries. I'm with you. Yeah. They also it's make like their own my head. blue cheese. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're great. a blue cheese guy, but. Uh, not that much, but everything else. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wingstop yeah, no, is really. Wingstop, you're right. Wingstop has the superior smush fry. 
Yeah. They forget about them. They don't get talked about enough among the fast food places, probably because they are hella expensive and not fast at all. But <laughs> they're yeah. pretty fast. No, they're not. Okay, so they're more of a fast casual dining than a fast food dining. They are. I can see like... You don't think of it as fast food because it is not fast, but it's, it's not. casual, great wings and fries. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. It's, <laughs> it's really like good. A, they make a great fry, and I am happy you brought them up. <laughs> it's a so Buffalo right. Wild Wings you can't drink at, and I'm not mad at that. Ah. I don't know if I've, I've either had Buffalo Wild Wings and it wasn't memorable, or I've never had Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> at all. Not but memorable. Yeah. No, I... Buffalo Wild Wings has, they do one thing particularly well, which is their spicy garlic sauce. I make a beeline for wings with spicy garlic sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings. Their wedges are very good and their ranch is very good. That's all I ever order at Buffalo Wild Wings. But hmm. also, and I've said this on the pod a bunch of times, Rivers Langley will back me up. Best place to work if you're traveling and you need a place <laughs> to sit and work for a while. There is an outlet at every fucking booth. And during the day, it is mm -hmm. dead. So it's quiet in there. And the wait staff is just happy to have someone to bring anything to. And you can just, you know, order coffee or soda or get hammered and throw down on wings. <laughs> do whatever you want. But also very good place to work. They got free Wi-Fi. Now, I blame their advertising because like every commercial for them implies that it's only a place you go when sports are on. I feel like they're putting yes. themselves in a thing where you would only go starting at like seven o'clock when the games start. Otherwise, why go? But go anytime. Yeah. yeah it's, it's also probably why I'm like, it's not for me. It's a sports thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. The best time it's just to a go restaurant. is when there's, good. when there's no sports on. It's the best time to go to Buffalo yeah. Wild. Because I don't like watching sports in public or in a bar or with people. So, yeah, I, I, I tend, unless there's like a game I can't watch anywhere else. They do have really good game day specials. They at one point had $5 pitchers in L.A. That's dangerous because you normally can't get a beer in $5 L.A. for $5. pitchers in L.A.? I mean, beer is yeah. disgusting, but I get why people did that. Yeah. <laughs> and $5 cheeseburgers. <laughs> that should have been my unpopular opinion. Just beer's gross. Like, I'm like 12 <laughs> years old because that's how I feel. <laughs> it's beer's fucking gross and I won't drink it till I like it. I'm a fucking adult. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. Yeah. Why take the time to acquire the taste of poison? I don't understand. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't get it. I, I'm definitely like I lean toward the beers that people say taste like water, like Coors mm. Light and shit like, like that. A, like a PBR. Yeah, that's like compared to water. like a craft beer. Like that's like drinking wheat. Like you just want to drink wheat with water in it. That's what that's what an IPA is like. Like there's there's no way those there's anyone who thinks those taste good. Like they just get you the drunkest, the fastest. No, I, I like them a lot, but everyone agrees, so it's okay. Yeah, no, a lot of people like them. A I lot know. of people like them. I, I just know. that's just a taste I can't acquire. Like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'll, but again, I'll drink one if it's like an eight point two five alcohol content. It's like that's going to get the night started right there. I'll choke that one down. But then... I'm about to be full. <laughs> that's the thing too. I'll walk it off in the morning. I'm about to use my laptop at this wing place. What? Also, I didn't want to go even more off track, but at this point, um, but 
doing work at a wing place seems very messy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, all I could think. You're like, it's a great place to work. Your hands are covered in sauce. You got your laptop out. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> well, you don't have to eat wings while you work. Like, you can just, it's a bar. You oh. can just drink soda or drink coffee or, or uh, you can just. I thought yeah. you meant like working there as an employee at that place, which, yeah, that would suck. But for all sorts of reasons. <laughs> you just use both hands to type and you just start hoovering boneless wings with your mouth, like just yeah. straight over from beside you. That's how you do it. Yeah, I like just... hoovering as a verb for a way of eating. That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> bend over, pick them up with your mouth. <laughs> but also boneless wings are stupid. I don't. Oh, I agree. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. 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 Those aren't. Wings. Those are chicken tenders, and they are. That's for a nugget. That's a fucking nugget. Yeah, and if they're I for... wanted nuggets, I'd go to a nugget place. Yeah, they're for yeah, children. Sure. They're they they are essentially for children. That's <laughs> <laughs> what boneless wings are. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, let's do one more quick food opinion. I don't know if anyone's even going to agree with me. I don't know if people remember <laughs> this place. I don't know how it's doing. Actually, I do. I looked it up and it's fine. <laughs> we need to embrace Long John Silver's. Mm. Long John Silver's needs like that yeah. Neil Patrick Harris He didn't Harris kill that many moment. people, the pirate. No, go on. Go well, ahead. Like, yeah. like we, we brought back Neil Patrick Harris. Like there were all those years he was gone. Like sometimes careers Wait. get revived when oh. you just you realize that you had something that was great and now it's not there anymore. And then you see it again and you're like, oh, fuck, I missed that. That was when Neil Patrick Harris popped up in that Harold and Kumar movie. We were like, oh, fuck, yeah, that guy's good. <laughs> I want everyone to go find a fucking Long John Silver's and eat there. And then let's bring Long John Silver's back because that shit's good. And it is a hole that has not been filled in the fast food market, which is fish. It's just fried fish. But they got grilled fish, you fucking lames, if you want that. <laughs> they got grilled chicken, but they also got some really good fried chicken. I love Long John Silver so much. And it's just dying. It's dying off. I saw a commercial for it the other day, and it's like, don't do this to me. I'm not driving mm. to Gardena. You kidding me? <laughs> That's the closest one, and I don't know where it is. If you're in the Valley oh. area, there's an LJS in Van Nuys. You can go hit that up. When I Google mapped it, this says the closest one is Gardena. Oh, maybe the one in Van Nuys shut down. That wouldn't surprise and it's me. Like a, it's like a slash KFC. They're all yes. slash KFC. Yeah, they're usually, they're all owned by the same company, but LJS just doesn't get the attention those other brands get. Yeah, if there was one in Van Nuys, it's, I think it's gone, girl. Well, I'm gone from that area, so that's fine. Like that's Gardena's... why you were giving them their business. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It shut down <laughs> because shut down. I moved down. I'm taping this in Brooklyn. My closest Long John Silver's is 100 minutes away driving in New Jersey. So I probably won't of go. Of course. But it's okay. Of course it's in Jersey. Yeah, so yes, funny. bottom of New Jersey. Here we go. 
I wonder if there's the still Gardena one. The Gardena of the East Coast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there used to be one in the Mall of America. I don't know if that's still there. When I lived in the Midwest, I went to the Mall of America a whole lot. And that was always one of the highlights of my trip to the Mall of America was that I would get to eat some fast food fish and chips. Is that Here's your go-to thing? order, Adam, at a Long John Silver's? Just like a classic fish and chips? That's what I was going to ask. I mean, it's almost all you can order. They only have deep fried breaded fish fish primarily fresh fresh <laughs> fried fish we call it fresh they got fried fresh fresh got fried fish i call it fresh for short saves me time when i talk uh, <laughs> yeah they're batter it just there's one place close to me that they get it and their fish and chips taste just like long john silvers and i applaud them for it and i love them for it but <laughs> i don't know what ljs does it's almost mm. like there's an absence of seasoning that makes it good it's like they just cool. found like a tasty flower <laughs> or something i don't which is a thing hooter sells their own flower in Wonder grocery if it's like stores. white pepper or something like something that's just like a little yeah, it could Barely be. I don't know. Because you don't see nothing. You don't see nothing. You don't see no mm-hmm. spices. It's not trying to... White pepper, bro. It's not trying to peacock. It's just trying to be a dependable piece of fish for you to stuff down your mouth. And we're all like, nah, I don't like fried fish anymore. Yes, you do. Take yeah, Bring they... your own tortillas. Make it tacos. Then you'll eat it, you fucking hipster scum. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was going to say, is it like Taco <laughs> Bell where they basically just do one thing? You know, like Taco Bell, it's all kind of the same five ingredients, but done interestingly and positively. It sounds oh, yes. like Long John Silver's is that. Yeah. But also they got fun sides. You can get corn on the cob. Where are you getting corn I on the that. cob anywhere? Do they have corn not on the cob? And I'm not I'm being sincere just because I don't like the way it feels. Wow, I like it anti-cob. Hates well, here, cob. I, mean, I will get an esquite, not an elote. Thank you so much. Well, um, <laughs> I like my little bowl of my little corn. Here's the thing. Because so many of them are attached to a KFC, what happens is you Ooh. can get LJS mains and KFC sides. So then you can get the corn... But also, you can get fish and chips with a side of that mashed potatoes and gravy that KFC has. Oh, you know, I like their the mac dream. and cheese. Yeah, their I mac and cheese is good too. Yeah, you know what goes great with a mac and cheese? Fish and chips. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Wow. How do we make this renaissance happen? How? We bring Long John Silver's back to the prominence it deserves. Don't let it go the way of Kenny Rogers Roasters, where it only exists in the Philippines for some reason now, or some weird shit like that. (laughs) What? Look it up. Kenny Rogers Roasters is still huge in, like, what? Thailand? Let's go to to Thailand just to go to Kenny Rogers Roasters. Here's the thing. Those baked beans, I might make the trip. Might do it. But what what is he roasting? Is it coffee beans or chicken or what? Kenny Rogers Roasters was a... It was... (laughs) It was pushed as like a healthy alternative to KFC because all the chicken was (laughs) roasted and they also had turkey. Like you could get roasted turkey. But you could also... I love turkey. This is what I would do. They had the most amazing sides and they had a combo meal that was just three sides. And I would do I would do that. And it was very good. I would get the collard greens, baked beans and the stuffing. 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 Interesting. Stuffing. I love a place that lets you make your meal a set of the sides. That's such a, a clutch thing. A great choice for you. It's pride in what they're doing. 
100 percent on board uh, we need to uh book international plane tickets and yeah. see if they'll let us in <laughs> yeah we need to get to a kenny rogers roasters there might be one somewhere in the country but why wouldn't we go to the one in thailand or i have no idea why or... we wouldn't go to that one yeah. no idea yeah. no clue <laughs> Not a fucking clue. <laughs> if I happen upon a long John Silvers, I'm gonna fucking try it, Adam. We gotta yeah, me do too. it. Yeah, we, get, we gotta bring it back. We have to. We, it's, <laughs> it's our it's our civic duty to bring back. <laughs> this is gonna be the, the new Silvers. This is gonna be the new fastball at Chet's. But instead oh. of tweeting at fastball every day to get them to play in my living room, I'm going to tweet at fans to try and get them to open <laughs> Long John Silver's franchises in their neighborhoods. And eventually they'll be everywhere. And I will be credited with bringing that brand back to life. But I'll get none of the money for it. I won't see any of the profits. But there will be Long John Silver's everywhere. I'll bet, too, I could do it in Brooklyn if I pretended it was a joke. Like, that would make it take off, right? Like, I used to live yeah. near a White Castle in Brooklyn that would do um, Valentine's Day reservations for dining <laughs> there. And, like, that worked. Like, people were like, I'm being so funny. And the White Castle was just like, thank you for your money, obviously. This is great. Like, <laughs> Yeah, or it's like the Nathan for you, like, fake Starbucks shit. Like, if anything's a yeah. joke, everyone's... We're like, ooh, irony? How cute. <laughs> I'm so smart. I'll do it. Let's set up <laughs> two Long John Adam Silvers, one in Los Angeles, one in Brooklyn, and make them invite only. Oh, oh my God. May I May I please be the bouncer? Yeah. <laughs> sure. As a five foot one and a half smiley person. <laughs> I want nothing more but to be a bouncer for Long John's, and I want to wear a pirate outfit. Yeah, and that's the thing. We're going to make it look like a regular-ass Long John Silvers, including with the bell that you can ring on the way out to let them know they, they served you well, and then they all have to shout thank you as you leave. We're going to have all of that, but then when people try to come in, we're going to be like, whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa. Can, hey. we see, can we see your – can you show us your QR code, please? It's, it should be in your Apple wallet or in your Google Pay or maybe you printed it out, but it's a QR code and we need to scan it so you can get in this LJS. Otherwise, no, it can't no be dice. a screenshot. It has to be from the app. You could have someone else's if you screenshot it and we don't trust that. That's true. That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to make Long John Silver's exclusive as fuck. And yes, it'll be back because then people won't care that you can only get fried fish and fried chicken there. Yeah. But sometimes and they'll bottle chop service, it up and... but it is tartar sauce. Not everybody's into that, you know, but it's what they do, you know? <laughs> no, malt vinegar. They have really good malt vinegar. That is where I fell in oh. love with malt vinegar. Ooh. Okay. That's pretty British. That's cool. And, you, and here's the thing. Also, good fries. And I have a conspiracy theory for you. KFC's new fries, Long John Silver's old fries. They just gave up their fries and absorbed the superior LJS fries and acted like they were new because LJS has this stink on it where they can't just be like, hey, we got LJS fries now. People are going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means they got good fries that have like like a batter on them, sort of. But just like it's like it's like the fries just like got contaminated by the fish batter. Like it just wafted through the air and landed on the fries. So contaminated's the wrong, like blessed by the fish batter. Also at LJS, you can order a side of crunchies. You ready for what that is? 
when they dip the fish in the batter, sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, little pieces of the batter will fall to the bottom and they scoop those out and they'll sell them to you and you can eat them with those malt vinegar. Those should be free. <laughs> oh, no, be- they'll like if you order a meal and say, can I get some crunchies? They'll give you, you that is the word also. Say, can I get some crunchies? And they'll give you they'll give you a little side of crunchies. You put the malt vinegar on them. A horribly irresponsible thing to eat. It's just oh, it like sounds fire though. Yeah, it's like skipping all the protein that would come with eating fried fish, and you're just eating the fried. But it's so good. Yeah, in Steven Universe, they call those the bits. He's like, can I just get the bits? And it's just all the little fried. <laughs> Adam, I love your passion about Long John Silver's during that entire thing. I was just like, Same. this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I miss it. <laughs> like, I miss it so much. They, like, like, and their buildings yeah. are so distinctive that when something uh-huh. used to be in LJS, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe's title loans. I know what you should be. <laughs> I hope the people working at the new business still have to dress like pirates, you know? Like, like that's part of the oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's pirate law. You <laughs> have to dress like a pirate to get in. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's part of being invited. All right. Let's get to... All right. I like that you opened that with, like, let me quickly... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, should we just end the episode now? <laughs> Definitely That might be it. I don't know. Can't to everything oh but everyone will get so mad at me for my next take (laughs) (laughs) oh well maybe we should start do it with that which i i guess this category would just be called overrated enter overrated entertainment maybe right more or less yeah (laughs) yeah jessica Jessica, what's your what's your opinion so before i even say what it is I'm going to say I hate movies where nothing happens because that's what television is for. I need a story arc in a film. And that is why I think The Big Lebowski is overrated. It's fine. (laughs) It is a seven out of ten. It looks pretty Nothing happens. There's some okay characters. We all love Buscemi. We all love, what is it, Goodman. We all fucking love all the people in it. But as a movie, it is fine. That's all. Yeah. I honestly don't know if I've even seen it all the way through. Because it's fucking boring. Yeah. I I think (laughs) it's one of those movies that I think I've seen it all but I haven't seen it all consecutively. Like I've turned on cable channels at the right time and caught all the pertinent bits. I knew a girl once who had a fascinating theory about that movie, that it was about westward expansion or something Uh, like like that. But like, like, get over yourself. (laughs) It's a bunch of dudes being like, what if we like just let people talk and had some feelings, but also we got to be fucked up all the time. Be careful. We got to be fucked up the whole time. (laughs) God, there's, yeah. One of my and, like, I feel like it's the birth of mumblecore too, and I fucking hate mumblecore movies where they're just like, mur, 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 "This is almost a joke. Look at how cool we look." Yeah. <laughs> like... One of my favorite LA stories to tell. I know I've told it on several pods before, but it's a good time to bring it up again. I saw the guy, the Big Lebowski, is based on do stand up comedy at a backyard show in LA, and he was obnoxious to the point that people wanted to fight him. 
And one of the things he did that made him especially obnoxious is he demanded that the sound guy play Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen in the background during his set. And here's the thing that is a very pertinent question, because, yes, Born to Run is about four and a half minutes long. And he told a story that took about eh, 36, 37 minutes. And every time the song would stop, he would stop and demand that they start playing Born to Run again. And I don't know if I've ever seen a comedy crowd be less into something in my entire life. Like, barring, like, racist incidents or, like, onstage fights. I'm Like, comedians have died on stage. I'm sure that sucked for the audience. But this, it would crack the top five. It was obnoxious. And then he went back in the house and had the nerve to get mad at them. Because he had to keep asking them to play Born to Run. It was a nightmare. See, I think that's part of my thing is like the main character doesn't seem likable and I'm correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he wasn't funny. His story was fucking stupid. No, it's just a wasted. When have I ever been like, oh, yay, an older wasted white man in a row? Yeah. (laughs) Like, when has that ever been like, oh, good news? (laughs) Yeah. Is he still alive? I don't know. I don't know. I'll talk shit either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't care. I'm just wondering if he died um, yet or not. You know what I do know about him? I do know about him that it turns out, baby, he was born to run. That's actually a fun fact about him. <laughs> uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> I know this I'm town so is full of I losers. I love the boss, and I'd be so mad. <laughs> I like unironically will play like Steely Dan and Bruce Springsteen and the men that love them are my enemy. (laughs) I fucking love Bruce Springsteen. I've seen him in concert like five times. Yeah, he's a fucking blast. You just said the men who love him are your enemy. And like, I feel like Coen Brothers movies can be spoken of that way too. Like there can be men who are like not that fun to talk about the Coen Brothers with. And yeah, I feel like a lot of them, the Big Lebowski is their favorite one. And I'd say that's like probably bottom half of the Coen Brothers movies I've seen. It's not very good. And they have other ones that are like amazing and a lot of hard and really good. Oh, brother, where art thou? Super cool. That's them, right? That's a cool fucking movie. They got cool shit. And I love movies. Raising Arizona is fun. I fucking love dude movies. I'll yell at people to watch There Will Be Blood. I'll be that guy. This one? Yeah. No. You know yeah, why? Because that great. is a fucking arc. Arc. <laughs> <laughs> like, what hurt hero's journey? There's a rug? Fuck off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no one gives a shit about your rug, dude. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I called you dude. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on board. Yeah. Like, I Miller's Crossing too. is great. What else is good? Yeah, Miller's Crossing, Raising Arizona. Hail Caesar, I like, even though it's just kind of whatever. Uh, they they have much better movies. It, but I respect it. Fargo yeah. is... Fargo! Fargo's great. Forgot Fargo is right. just my favorite amazing. movie. I've seen Fargo literally a hundred or so times. I love Fargo so much. It's great, yeah. It's, it's my movie. favorite movie. Alex, <laughs> let's talk like, about your... We're like, these are really unpopular opinions, and then we all agree with each other on, like, everything. <laughs> But that, there will be people listening who disagree. Those people are wrong, but they will exist. <laughs> Alex, what is your unpopular opinion? I And this is a new thing for me, but I recently learned how cricket works. And especially there's a kind called T20 cricket where it only takes about three hours. It's not like five days, you know. 
And I think baseball fans would love it and maybe more than baseball, but potentially it's really fun. It turns out I've made fun of cricket on podcasts, but (laughs) as an ignorant American, I've never actually taken the time to learn how it works. It's it's like one base and you go back and forth, right? Kind of. That's right. Yeah. And that's the secret to it. Like it's it's just two batsmen or batters or whatever. I'm just going to interchangeably use baseball and cricket terms. But like there's two batters and they sort of take turns. It's really based on who did what the previous at bat. But like baseball's great. Lifelong baseball fan. But cricket, it's a lot of the parts of baseball. But then there's also an opportunity for awesome hitters to just completely take over the game in the way like a great NBA player can take over a game or a great quarterback can take over a game. And baseball's kind of missing that. Like Mike Trout's just been in purgatory for his whole career, except maybe this season, depending how it goes. But like a great hitter in cricket can just be amazing the entire time. That's what I think is more fun. Yeah, that is definitely a thing baseball is missing. How does that... Can you please explain yeah, yeah. cricket to the listeners? Can you make our mostly American Whenever Adam audience? knows about sports, cut that in half at most. <laughs> and that's where I am. So like right. I'm a baby. Yeah. So like, yeah, because like I and I also find that everything I knew about baseball really, really helped for understanding cricket. But basically, uh, it's much more hitter centric than pitcher centric. They're called bowlers in cricket. But there's you start out with two of your players being batsmen and they just get to keep receiving pitches and keep hitting until they make the equivalent of an out. So like if a guy just keeps hitting, he can just go forever and then if he gets out you have other guys who can try to pick up the slack but like baseball really sublimates its stars like the great pitchers only there one out of every five days or is a closer or something and your great hitter watches eight other guys strike out Mm -hmm. like it's it's cool that like like i've heard of a couple famous cricket players and i think it's because they would always bat first and just dominate and i think that's fun it's a fun thing to see yeah that is interesting and it reminds me of a thing i didn't know about women's softball that i found fascinating when i realized it which is that they'll have like one pitcher who will just pitch for the entire playoffs if they make it to like the college world series she'll just pitch the whole time because the way women's softball works that's the motion your arm wants to make so the underhand throw yeah It's not as damaging to your arm as the way professional baseball or fast pitch baseball works, which I've even in Little League, I pitched. And as like a 12 year old, I would have to have ice on my arm the entire next day because my arm would just throb and throb for like two or three days after. And that's just what pitching does to your arm because it's a completely unnatural motion. But with fast pitch softball. It's it's not the same thing. So they can just pitch every day and fucking dominate. And there was a I don't remember the player's name, but she pitched for James Madison College and they got deep into the playoffs or the the softball or the college softball World Series. And she pitched like every game. I think she threw a couple no hitters. It was crazy. And I had no idea that happened. Women playing sports. Who knew? (laughs) Is cricket underhand? It's, uh, It's... 
I'm trying to remember now. It's it's a I big. They do a whole run up, and I, I feel like uh, when I watched it, I just watched the run so much. So like, you don't have to stand in one place and throw, which is part of why your arm gets messed up in baseball. Like cricket, you get to yeah. run many feet before you finally let it go, and that momentum oh, and then, helps you. And yeah, isn't that'll it get some speed on it? That makes sense. Isn't yeah. it a similar motion to? softball but overhand yeah like, like you're a, windmilling your whole windmill. arm and they also it's rotate like guys who do the throwing too so it's not yeah. like you're expecting one guy to be old hoss radborn or, or this this softball pitcher who does all the games like it's it, in one in the matches i saw like five or six different people would trade off the bowling and it turns out cricket is full of guys who are both good at the batting and good at the pitching. They're called all-rounders. And like baseball, there have been two of those guys in like 150 years. Yeah. That's way too long between those guys. <laughs> I don't like that. I want more of them. It is I like weird. The phrase, all-rounders. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that is good. Yeah, it is weird that there's only been the two. There's been Babe Ruth and Shohei yeah. Otani are the That's two it. baseball players who were legitimately good pitchers and good hitters well but i think it's because of part of what you said is like once you choose to do one it like breaks that muscle like if you're a pitcher you're all fucked up now you and know i i think yeah. yeah because they and also they don't practice hitting as Both. much for yeah. that same reason because they're protecting the arm and they just don't have to like now that designated hitter is a thing in both leagues like pitchers never have to hit but yeah Shohei and the last time i saw otani hit he had like 17 pads on his body and that's not fun like that's basically <laughs> not that i want him to get hit it's just like you don't want one guy to be so unique that if he gets hurt like the entire season's not that fun now you know like you, you want a lot of guys who are doing a bunch of interesting things and cricket yeah. has that yeah are you watching cricket on tv yeah, and, uh, and also shout out to my friend Vivek, who like taught me all this stuff. But it turns out there's the Indian Premier League. I don't know if the season's still going, but it's the cricket league in India that they just created for this T20 thing. Not just created, it's been around for some years. But we just streamed it on ESPN. The games were on at like 10 a.m. Eastern. It was cool. Huh. So if you have ESPN Plus, you can just check it out. Yeah. Here's the I thing. only like I sports live. But I'll go to a fucking, but I have to travel. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what we do. We fly to LJS. We get a connecting flight. <laughs> right. <laughs> to <Yeah>. India. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, LJS. I miss you so much. <laughs> oh, um, fly to Kenny Rogers. LJS is here. Anyway, you yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if I'm getting to Gardena anytime soon, I'm probably flying. Like, <laughs> might as well be that far away. All right. Let's do one last on Pop's opinion. Also entertainment related. Also overrated related. Madonna is criminally overrated and should have been kicked out of the music industry. Like before some people I know were even born, like <laughs> early 90s at best. Like she is a menace. She is a thief she just blatantly blatantly steals like mm -hmm. and not just music like she steals looks we'll link to a website that i will grant you appears to be run by a crazy person but man <laughs> have they compiled lots and lots and lots of examples of madonna's looks over the years that are just all fucking stolen. She's been sued for plagiarism 50 
18 times. She's sure, been okay. sued in general something like 30 times for like breach of contract, for not giving people credit for things they worked on. She's just kind of a trash person. And her music is like she's got some songs, but even those a lot of times are just like stolen from other people. And the only thing that got this back on my mind is I'll link to an article also where granted Tory Lanes, who is a also a shit person, he's the rapper that shot Meg the Stallion in the fucking foot. Mm. Uh he Super duper ripped off a Madonna song for his new album. The song, I think, is called like Pluto's Last Comet or something like that. And it sounds exactly like <laughs> Into the Groove by Madonna, inexplicably. Like, I wish the title was like Unlike a Virgin or some obvious <laughs> out of just the stupid groove. theft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Madonna got really, really, really mad and said, oh, She's. Yeah, she's like, I'm tired of being taken advantage of. She threatened to sue. And it's like, yeah, you got a case. But also, it's like Trump yelling about Biden using his office to enrich himself. It's like, motherfucker, who are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. you do the exact same thing. And Madonna, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess get mad at him for doing exactly what you did to build your career you menace to society here's the thing i think madonna might be a government asset and that is why cool. she gets away with as much as she gets away with i am not even sort of joking i know even... you're not but alex's reaction was perfect oh yeah yeah, cool. yeah no I, I yeah yeah no yeah uh huh it's not it's not the kind of opinion i expect yeah. most people want to, to want to engage in me with i i love it i'm here look, for it look we've all seen the video evidence of her fencing with james bond and we know she is connected <laughs> to espionage it's a die another day reference i'm sorry everybody anyway go on here's the thing <laughs> Aside from Michael Jackson, who I also believe is was a government asset of some sort, who had more access to like just people and world leaders than Madonna in the 80s? And if you look at how much of her career is built on plagiarism, it just seems like, I don't know, there's no reason for her to have survived as long as she did. Like what she did to Public Enemy, Public Enemy, one of the most progressive rap groups of all time, have a song on their second album. The album is called It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Fucking classic album. They have this instrumental interlude called Security of the First World, which is just a really short instrumental beat. And Madonna just took that. And if you've mm. ever heard Justify My Love, the music for Justify My Love is just that public enemy song. And she is saying words that she was also sued for stealing over it. And we were just like, oh, Madonna, come on. Like, if that happened now, like, can you imagine? Like, we talked about the Beatles earlier. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You cannot bring up the Beatles, the Stones, Led Zeppelin without people being like, hmm, but they stole from black people. It's like Madonna still does. Yeah. And Madonna was doing it in like in the 90s and it never fucking comes up. Like she lives a mostly consequence free life for reasons that I don't understand. Her music isn't good enough to support it. Well, that's why I think it's so funny, too, because, you know, Madonna is not my diva at all. 
But one of my divas is one of my top divas is for sure, Lady Gaga, who always yes. gives shit for stealing from Madonna. Like Madonna didn't steal <laughs> everything she it's all stolen. It's wow. art. Like it's like it's so funny to me. <laughs> and she I mean, she definitely did. Like she ripped off Express Yourself, but <laughs> Madonna, I think, ripped off Express Yourself. That's like, what I'm saying. It's I, all I, stealing from other people that stole, so who fucking cares? Lady Gaga, as an artist, I put her on such a fucking pedestal Same. that I wouldn't be surprised if that's why she did it. Like, fucking say something. Like, say yep. something about ripping yep. people oh. off. Because... I can't imagine that Lady Gaga didn't realize that song sounded exactly she's, like Express Yourself, which makes it, it reminds me of... Yeah, she's fucking smart. She's not stupid. There's a Paul McCartney song called Let Me Roll It, and it's one of his weirdest songs, and the reason it sounds so weird is he had this public feud with John Lennon for a bunch of years. And mm. John Lennon was like, man, anyone can do what you do. Like, you're just writing mainstream pop songs. You're just writing love songs. And Paul McCartney's like, you think people can't be weird? Like, you think you're the only one who can make a weird fucking song? And he made <laughs> Let Me Roll It to sound exactly like John, a John Lennon, Lennon was song. that guy that was like, I'm so much different than everyone yeah. else. <laughs> and that, like, otherwise Fuck you wouldn't know off, dude. it's <laughs> about John Lennon, but Paul McCartney made sure people knew that it was intended, like it was a response to him being like, anyone can do what Paul McCartney does. I fucking hate wow. John Lennon, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It, I, <laughs> I feel like every artist is so influenced by the ones who came before him, so it's interesting that one of Madonna's main things is intellectual property crime. Because then if you're Gaga and you're like, that's an influence of mine, it totally makes sense to steal. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the tropes. <laughs> yeah. There's and- like, I agree with you, Adam. I think there's almost no way Gaga didn't know what she was doing. And I that's the world I want to live in, where that is the narrative. <laughs> I also, yeah. and I wrote an article about this on Cracked that I think is probably still up, but that song she did with R. Kelly that yeah, she eventually deleted from her album, I'm pretty sure she tricked R. Kelly into playing a rapist on that song. Like, if you listen to the actual lyrics, they are playing two very different roles to the point that on the chorus she says do what you want with my body and he says do what i want with your body and here's the thing r kelly can barely read man like that came up in the documentary Mm. so that's definitely a thing she could have slipped past him and i don't know like maybe she'll write a book someday and confirm all of my like i need to do a conspiracy episode about lady gaga i have like to play lots lots of thoughts (laughs) um but (laughs) Madonna sucks, though. Yeah, fuck Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could do without it. She's like, in... what we get from her in the 2000s? Fucking kissing Britney? Me yeah. Against the Music yeah. is fine. It's mostly a Britney song. Yeah, Me Against the Music. I barely remember what that song sounds like. Well, she Remember she tried to play guitar <laughs> for a while? In I the... remember that, like, oh, Madonna, she made Kabbalah Trendy, which was gross. Yeah, that Ray Light song. Yeah, that's... that's she's just kind of a... She's a culture vulture, man. Culture vulture. I like that. But she never gets called out for it. She still gets treated like she should be revered as as like a pop icon. There's some good songs, but she's not one of my top divas by far. She's got some songs. Fucking Lenny Kravitz has some songs. but Leonard Kravitz? He also took writing credit for that. 
justify my love. <laughs> he yeah. didn't write that. It's fine. Yeah. So uh, Madonna, I don't like her. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to come out in 2K22 at the peak <laughs> of Madonna's popularity and fame trying to knock her off her pedestal. Mm. I think I'm the first person to say anything bad about Madonna. That's how I feel about the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Exactly. And Alex, cheese. I, they, they are similar in my head. Where like I'll hear people rave about them, and I'm like very confused. Like which part? Like yeah, are you just okay? Like it's <laughs> which part of both is so accurate? What's the thing? Like are you way into bowling in Lebowski's case, or like like what's the what's the hook for you? It's just relatable because like, none of them are likable and they don't really do anything and they have alcohol problems. <laughs> yeah. I'll go to an open mic if I want to see that. That part. Yeah. Like, I don't. You're describing the family I grew up with. I don't want to fucking <laughs> see that in a movie. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. You yeah. had to have a really happy childhood to enjoy Big Lebowski. And even then, no, probably I not. I did. And I don't. I said- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was, like, a lot of death, but overall, great parenting, very privileged. And I don't like the Big Lebowski. (laughs) Then I can't explain it. That was my last attempt. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) All right. Well, this this episode has gone longer than I expected, so the world's just not going to get to hear my hot take on Jon Stewart, at least... Not today. Speaking of taking down icons at their peak, I was really going to lay into old Jon Stewart because he's doing great right now. The latest episode of his, one of the most recent episodes of his Apple TV Plus show got 40,000 views. He has an Apple TV show? (laughs) Exactly. And I loved him. (laughs) Yeah, it's called The Problem with Jon Stewart. I don't know if it's coming back, but he. And everyone saw Ted Lasso, like everyone has that Apple TV thing. Right? Uh, boy, you better that's bad have. news. Yeah, I even watched so some of We Crashed, which is like, that's not even good. Oh, yeah, I like it. I thought it was good. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff on Apple TV+. Plus. Shining Girls is good. It gets good. Does it? It's the weird. beginning, the pilot begins slow. I was going to ask you if it's good. It's weird. Okay. It's very, it, it gets progressively weirder and weirder as it goes okay. on, which I like a whole lot. Um, But I've talked about Apple TV+. We'll talk plus about before. it on Trend Pony. Yeah. Severance. Watch Severance. <gasps> Severance. Servant. Mm. All the Severance S shows. Is so fucking good. I'm going to watch it again. Me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Thank you both for doing it. Uh, what yeah. do we have to plug before we get out of here? Alex, how about you? Hey, please check out my. my- <laughs> I can't plug. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> no, uh, there we go. Uh, when I can string words together and make a podcast called Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, and I hope you check it out. If you just search secretly in your podcast player, it usually pops up. It's the red one, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. But uh, yeah, each episode is about one thing people think is ordinary. We get into history and science and stories about why it's amazing. And uh, it's a great show. I hope people like it. Nice. Jessica, what do you got to plug? When does this come out? I'm going to be that guy. This comes out on Monday. Oh, yay. So um, I have two shows that I'm producing right now. One is this Thursday at the Pack at 10 p.m. It's called Toxic. This month we have Ian Carmel, Daniel Webb, fucking Cameron Farmer. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, So that's the third Thursday of every month at the Pack. And then the first Friday of every month at the Clubhouse if you're in L.A., um, I help run a show called Kitty Pool, which is a spoof of Shark Tank, and it is so fucking fun. And if you're local, you should definitely come check it out. And Trend Pony. very nice. 
<laughs> Sorry, thank you. Um, if you subscribe on uh, patreon.com slash unpops or unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech, you can hear Trend Pony podcast I record with Jessica Singer and Jen Scott. It is about movies, TV shows, music, things we're into. You know how it goes. Uh, and there's lots of other bonus stuff you can hear. 69 Minutes with me and Chet Wild. Uh, you hear all the music pods and the sports pods before they're public. There's video episodes. If you like p- Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show, there's bonus episodes of that. My God, there's so much, so much. And it can all be yours for anywhere from like 4 to $10. It varies. Uh, but check all that out. And uh, I think that's it for now. Oh, we're doing a bunch of stuff on YouTube. Uh, youtube.com slash unpops we got a youtube page so if you want to see what we look like it's still podcast listeners the venn diagram of people who listen to podcasts and people who know how to search images on google must not overlap much at all because every comment on youtube is none of you people look like what i thought you look like and it's like i have been doing this show since two 2013 you haven't just happened upon a picture of my face once why are you not following me on instagram what are you doing i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) my last name is a word you can't google me you get like jessica simpson they're like jessica singer (laughs) yep she sings well you do jessica singer comedy yeah and then it's like jessica simpson trying to be funny that's no sometimes (laughs) it's me sometimes it's me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah if you want to see what we all look like you can uh you can also follow us on instagram we're putting video clips up on the unpops.podcast instagram uh and you know i think that's it for now let's get out of here jessica say goodbye bye alex say goodbye 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 everybody we love you Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.